0: There was uh, Agent 99 was his uh sidekick slash love interest. Very, very uh beautiful woman. How, this how did movie, the
1: the movie that recently came out with uh with um
0: the Anne guy Hathaway from the and office. Steve Carell?
1: Yep, Steve Carell.
2: How did that do? Was that popular Bro, or not? I
1: liked it. Ooh. I liked it. No.
2: That movie the I, movie wasn't popular. I think it, it's only
1: it because did. I didn't watch the show growing up. I, I just watched that movie and I like Steve Carell. I like Anne Hathaway, that's why I liked it. I
0: mm-hmm. like both Anne Hathaway and Steve Carell too, Emily, but the movie was no bueno. It was it was not good. Agree, and maybe it's, the, the Get smart TV show a little predates me, but uh, I do remember seeing it in syndicated. It was just so stupid, and the the, the people that they would deal with uh, were called chaos al, and so that doesn't matter. But I, I needed you to know that. Here's some uh, here's some good ask Slee follow ups. Are you ready?
2: Some overtime ask
0: Slee? Yeah. Well, we'll sprinkle okay. a few out through the rest of the uh, the morning. Mm-hmm. This is from um, Miles in Whittier, and, and Miles writes. What's Slee's go-to karaoke song to get the party
2: started? Hashtag Ask Slee. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? I don't think I've actually I, – I, I can't even remember if I've even gone to a karaoke bar and was like, give me the mic. I've been to a karaoke bar, but, like, actually going up there with a mic and saying, ah, I got this, guys. Let Stand me, back. Let's yeah. <laughs> uh, throw uh, – throw, it was Michael Jackson's beat on – Yeah, bring it over here. <laughs> give me the mic. Give me the mic. <laughs>
0: So Michael Jackson, huh? That'd be the that'd be your first stop is you going to Can you hit the high notes like like uh Michael?
2: Hee hee. More um, <laughs> No, it would it would actually it, th- this is <laughs> this is the perfect way to describe karaoke. It's like when people actually sing seriously and it sounds kind of good. That's not good. Like, nobody's looking no, for that, nobody, right? We're so, I'm not
0: looking for an episode of American Idol, right? So, that.
2: but but that happens. Like, people will go up there, like, that's the song they've been practicing. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's this is it's awkward if it sounds good, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, what would I do to that? I would butcher it. Uh, you got a go to karaoke song there?
0: I, I have never done it but if i did do it i'm going welcome to the jungle for all the obvious reasons yeah, yeah, that's a good one that's yeah, like a good that, one to uh, do i, 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 I want to try to hit that high note cuz as you can tell by my speaking
2: voice mm-hmm. high notes are really easy for me to i make. could see you doing more like a like a tupac hit him up you know yeah. like one of those uh, it just i don't know i feel I, I feel there's such a there's a connection there between you and and pac but that's just my opinion
0: yeah i like it uh Let's see here. This is this is too good. I can't, I I have to do this too. This is from our guy uh, Biggie. What was your first car and did you name it? You know, Shaggin' Wagon or Slee Stang? <laughs> did, did did you have a Slee Stang uh, in high school or college?
2: I <laughs> had toast. my I first car monkeys. was a Nissan Frontier. Oh, that's you know, like
0: that, a an SUV, right?
2: Definitely not an SUV. It's a truck. And it's like, it's the trucks before they like became actual trucks, right? Like, you know how now you look at certain trucks, you're like, that's a nice truck. The Nissan Frontier was like, and it had like a stripe. Like, this was part of the design for the (laughs) Nissan Frontier. It was a white truck. It had a gray stripe all the way down. I always looked at it, I'm like, why the hell did they put that gray stripe? Just not exactly the the greatest looking car. Did you call it a slee sting or not? That's exact, that was exactly it. That's exactly what I called it.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's, let's go back to uh, what we were talking about with Kobe for a second. And Travis and Slee was brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'll guess up appear via the Goodyear hotline. When, when The reason we, we brought it up is it was 25 years ago yesterday that Kobe signed with the Lakers. So, you know, a quarter of a century later. That's hard to even mm-hmm. f- wrap your head around it when you say it like that. But when did you kind of know – he wasn't just a great player because that took a season or two to realize that he was a special talent, but that he was going to be a transcendent—not not just basketball player, but person in this city—to where he he had the entire city in the palm of his hand for the better part of ten plus years.
2: So Kobe was—it took time, I think, for a lot of I'm you know you know this Travin. I think there was a there was kind of a camp with the Lakers. There was kind of a Kobe camp. There was a Shack camp. And I'd always say this. I mean where for me where I'd kind of like turn my head and I was I was a Shaq guy. I was in the Shaq camp. So if you ask me, I thought Shaq kinda had a he had a um a way of kind of galvanizing the troops, had a way of everybody liked Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe was obviously just a completely different personality. Yep. But when they'd play in some of these big games against whether it's the Blazers or in the finals against the Pacers or every time there was a moment for Kobe, right? There was like, there was Shaq would foul out or he was in foul trouble. Oh, Lakers are screwed. And Kobe would do something where you're like, yeah, that's not, a kid shouldn't be doing what Kobe's doing at this age. A kid shouldn't be stepping up. That's why I kind of, it drives me crazy a little bit, to be honest with you, when I watch some of these NBA finals games and I hear so much chatter about, well, Devin Booker is like Kobe. Yeah, or Shaq is like that. Giannis. Yeah, like, so what? why are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, why Why are we having this conversation? Do you know what Kobe Bryant was? And to even have that as a conversation, I understand they had a, a good relationship, and I love the fact that there's a great story. I think I mentioned it. Will Bond and Devin Booker had a piece together, and um, Devin Booker talks about, in one of Kobe's final games, um, he asked David Booker to come back to the locker room. He had a nice conversation, 15, 20 minutes. He actually uh, had a tattoo of something Kobe said, be legendary, right? So he writes that on his shoe. I get all that. Those are great stories. And I'm, I'm sure for uh, NBA Finals lacking stories, you try to kind of grab storylines. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Take what you can get. Don't compare the players. Yeah. So I, I, I go back to that because... There were times in Kobe's career where it was Shaq's team. Shaq was the most dominant player. Shaq was he the make finals that MVP. With Shaq's
0: team right up until they traded him.
2: Okay. I mean, until the day well, they it was, traded it, him. And it was Shaq's team. Yeah. But I'll go to this Shaq ain't winning those championships without Kobe. And I think okay. that's, you know, that's something that there were moments that everybody can remember in the Kobe and Shaq era where there was a time where I'm like, I don't know how Kobe's doing this at this young of an age. I don't know how he's so fearless at this young of an age. And, oh, by the way, Shaq fouled out or is in foul trouble, and he's sitting on the sideline. And and, and the defense had an opportunity to focus all their attention on Kobe, and Kobe would still find a way.
0: Yeah, it. you know, they're, I'm curious what Laker fans think, too. 877 espn when did you know he wasn't just a great player but was something much, much better? greater than that as far as an icon, and not just an icon in the NBA, but an icon in the city. And I have a confession to make. I was super late to the game, super late, because, like you said, when Shaq and Kobe won their three titles, and then they had the personality thing that blew it up, and they they, were, they didn't like each other, and they were both like, I'm done with this guy. I don't, I don't, They were both feeling the same way. The city was kind of divided into two camps. You're a Shaq guy, you're a Kobe guy. I was a Shaq guy. Okay. And so even when Shaq got shipped out to Miami, I was thinking, okay, let's see. I know Kobe's great. I know he's a good player, but show me, right? And then Shaq goes to Miami and wins one. And it's like, hmm. And I know. That was the worst. By the way, du- that was it's like one of the worst moments. It was rough, right?
2: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. he's down there. And look, Dwayne Wade was you know, transcendent as well. Sure, but
2: it was just the mere fact. He left. Lakers looked like they made a mistake, and he yep. wins a championship. Yep. Yep, and so you're thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh. And Kobe was playing well, but it hadn't happened
0: yet. It wasn't until Gasol came over and the Lakers started doing it again, and Kobe was like, okay, I got this. And once he did it with that and did it twice and got one against the Celtics, it was like – yeah, this just isn't a great player. This is one of the all-time greats. This is arguably the best Laker ever. You know, he, him, Kobe or Kobe, Magic, Kareem, take your pick. It's it's more of an era question than anything else. But this is that it was at that moment. It's like, yeah, he's just not a great player. He's a different dude. He does things that other people don't do. He goes about it differently. He knew all along. I was twelve thirteen years too
2: late. Isn't it kind of funny you said that the moment that Shaq got traded? Didn't feel like Kobe had to get that out of his system? For sure. The let me be the guy. We're going to probably fail, okay? But I'm going to take as many shots as I... I'm the focal point, and he had never had that in his career, right up until the point that that moment came. He got a chance to kind of get that out of his system. And then it was back to, okay, let's go back to winning time. Once they got Pal Gasol, they obviously didn't have a chance before Pal came to be uh, to be a championship contender. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say for me, where you, you kind of started realizing what Kobe Bryant was, and I'm with you. Listen, that uh, I was I was one of those Laker fans that was saying you can't trade Shaq, you just can't. He's the most dominant player. This actually kind of shows the visionary of Doc. Dr. Jerry Buss as well, and yeah, I mean, this was, we were looking at today, he was looking five years down the road, and he just kind of envisioned, hey, this is how it's going to work out, and obviously it paid off.
0: Yeah, it, 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 there is no other Shaq. There is no other Shaq. You can find another guy that can shoot and slash, and, but there's no, well, yeah, Kobe knew. <laughs> Kobe actually knew. All right, we got some phone calls here, eight seven 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 ten espn Let's start in Baldwin Park with Oscar. Oscar, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on?
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Real quick, I, I noticed Kobe, I know we had something special. Kobe was in the 1999 season. Uh, he was still wasn't a permanent, wasn't named a starter yet, but they had a game against Orlando in, in Orlando.
2: They were down like 20 points at the halftime, and he came back and he scored like 25 points, something like that, in the second half,
1: brought them back to a victory. And Then after that, I think he pretty much took over the, uh, the starting spot, and that's why I think they traded Eddie Jones like right after that, or something like that.
2: Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Oscar. Yeah. Hey, uh, Travis. Is it is it just? It is kind of funny because you kind of look back at it now. I mean, I'm trying to think of a of a player that had. He has so many different chapters in his career. No doubt. Right. Like, and it, no usually doubt. the player that you are from the beginning is not that different of the player that you were at the end. I'm not saying that you know you're not it's evolving, polished, but it's the same thing. Right. It, yeah. You're. That's. Just kind of, I'm trying to think no. think of a player. Think of a player where it was so many I mean, drastic differences of their career. How one, one part of it was and the other part.
0: Yeah, not drastic like that. The other guy that would come back every year with something a little bit different, add a wrinkle to his game was Magic. Every like it, would, it got to the point where I can't wait to see what Magic does in the. Audience. He'd come back with the three point shot. He'd come back with the baby sky hook. He'd come back where he was just attacking the basket. There, there was always. But you're you're right about Kobe. Just a, a total. And it, what's so cool about it is you hear Oscar say that there's going to be if we took twenty calls, there'd be twenty sure. different answers. Answers, and, and, right? And that's what that's what makes it so good. Let's try another one. Let's go to. Um, Valley this time, and Van Nuys. Mario. Mario, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up?
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, uh, I just want to talk about the moment I realized that Kobe was great. was I think it was Game 5 in the 2000 Finals when Shaq fouled out and Kobe on the sprained ankle led us to that victory. He had, uh, by the way, Mario, appreciate you calling in. He had, um, there was, okay, so you had the series against the Pacers. You had... Do you remember the 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 San Antonio Spurs battles? And there was one game specifically, and I think it was the same thing. Shaq fouled out, and there's Kobe coming off an offensive rebound off Derek Fisher, off a Derek Fisher miss. You know, puts puts a putback. I look, I've said this all the time, and I'll I'll continue to say my favorite Kobe years was the Kobe and Shaq era. So as much as Kobe even did it by himself down the road, kind of a little bit later on, but I loved the Kobe and Shaq era. And some of those memories, we remember the. Kobe Shaq to, uh, you know, the, the Kobe Lop to Shaq. Like, we remember stuff oh, yeah. that they did together. Kobe had some pretty amazing individual moments. I think that's what Mario was referring to.
0: All right, we got a bunch of phone calls here. We're going to continue to take those and get your memories. You know, when, when did you know that Kobe was a little bit different than just a great player, but something even above and beyond just a great basketball player, but becoming that icon 25 years ago yesterday, Kobe Bryant signed with the Lakers. Plus, Al, I
2: know that you watched a little bit of this.
0: Messi's very happy. Yay, Argentina. You're ruining
2: my experience watching soccer now with Messi. If by
0: ruining you mean making it better, then yes, I'm ruining it. That's all coming up as well. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition.
0: Worth every last calorie
2: along the way.
3: Let me ask you hey, a quick question. I got a
0: quick question yeah. for you. Yeah.
2: You know how some of these barbecue shops they'll just basically they'll they'll serve until they're out, right? Like, hey, uh, we got our uh, we got. Our- <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have we're our brisket. The
2: moment <laughs> the moment the brisket's gone, the brisket's gone. Nothing you can do. These are our hours, sir. By the time you were done. <laughs> On Friday or Saturday night, whatever it is, in and out, did they, you think there was anything that said they had to get, like, a sheet of paper and put it over the menu at the drive-thru and just say sold out?
0: Out. It's gone. Double-doubles. Out. Travis. You know, like when they'll say, you know, DNP coach's decision or DNP groin, DNP knee. <laughs> Double-doubles. Not available, comma they, Travis. They had Just, to came through and <laughs> they
2: the, the board place. of directors had a, a late night call on hey, Saturday. First time this has ever happened at any at, of our locations. In,
0: in and Out headquarters in Irvine. Um, there's something going on in Santa Barbara. We haven't seen this before. But uh, so somebody get a truck headed north on 101 as quickly as possible. Uh, there's an anomaly at the. Uh, <laughs> at the they're end. sending them to the closest In and Out. You got to go to a different one. Got to go to a different one. There's an anomaly at the Turnpike location. We need you to go back and do, <laughs> do something different. Um, I was going to ask you a ton question. Oh, that's what it was. Um, I, I don't think this is going to happen, but... What if he goes out there and flames out? What if he has a really unproductive session as a hitter? What if he goes out there to pitch and just gets shelled? And what if he doesn't do anything at the plate in the All-Star game? Does it take any of the shine off? I don't think it does for me, but I could see where somebody tuning in going, this? <laughs> really?
2: This is what I came – what the hell? What is this? I think it would be – I think it would definitely be disappointing, right? Because a lot of times – you know when you hype something up as much as you do, I I'll give let me give you a good example, and I was way off on this one. Remember, Lakers were going to play in the plane against Steph and the uh, and the Warriors. Sure, playing that plane tournament, and I kept saying, I'm like, this is not going to live up to the hype. It, it sounds good. good. The promos are fantastic. I get you're trying to promote Steph Curry and LeBron James, and it not didn't only live up to the hype, it surpassed it doesn't happen all the time. There's a lot of hype behind Otani coming into the All-Star You know, these couple of days. There's a lot of hype coming into the Home Run Derby. So if it doesn't live up to the hype, but I think you said it best early on we did the show. He doesn't have to go out there and win the Home Run Derby. No. Give us some things to talk about. That's all you want. That's all you want. Do you remember in that first round when you hit that shot and everybody stopped and it's panning into the you know, into the dugout and people are just they got players got all stars got their hands on their Give us something like that yeah. and I think that will that will suffice. Totally agree. ESPN radio is presented by Progressive
0: Insurance at Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or one eight hundred progressive. We're talking about the twenty fifth anniversary, which was yesterday of Kobe Bryant signing with the lakers and when did you know that not only was he a great player but that this was a transcendent talent a transcendent personality in this city and one of the great organizations in all of sports when did you know that let's go to hollywood let's check in with mike mike you're on with travis and Slee. what's up hey guys thanks for taking my call um, sure. i think this this answer should be everyone's answer it was definitely the the 97 matchup he had with mj uh,
2: when he went toe-to-toe i think he dropped like 30 against mj that day and he just showed no fear against against Black Jesus and his idol. <laughs> and from that moment on,
0: it was pretty clear that kid was special. And then that first playoff run he had um, on that championship run when he hit that double-clutch free-throw jumper twice the game against Phoenix in Game 2 over a, a blonde-headed Jason Kidd. From that moment on, it was over. He, we knew he was going to be the next, next best thing. And like Alan said, Shaq doesn't win those championships without – um, any other two guard in the league at that time, Kobe's two way talent and um, closing down the stretch was huge for those championship runs.
1: Yeah, appreciate Thanks, you Mike. calling in. That's you know a really what, good uh, answer. You, That's you know, a really
2: good answer. It is a good answer because this was him going up against Jordan. But y'all kind of kills me sometimes when we have the conversation. We start comparing players and things along those lines. We, sometimes I think it's easy to forget how good Kobe was defensively, right? Like what yeah. a Kobe will lock you down on one side of the floor and then he'll go make you look stupid on the other end. I think we it, it it we forget that so often and I just bring that up because I'll go back to this Devin Booker thing, right? And and this is Devin Booker, by the way. This is the first time he's ever been in the playoffs. So to even have these conversations of yeah you know that's why it's so ridiculous but it's it, i get you know you you there's a storyline sort of there but there is not a comparison i and I, I hope people don't make comparisons to it but that you know i i, I always kind of i forget the matchup against i forget against the matchup against jordan because a lot of times when you talk about kobe's career and you say who's one player you wished he crossed paths with yeah with it's lebron yeah. Right, like you wish those two played each other in the NBA Finals. Kobe did his part. LeBron didn't do his part in the, you know, that 2009 against Orlando, where they ended up playing Orlando, mm-hmm. um, and it was just too far off to get Kobe and Jordan. But it just kind of takes you back to thinking about, oh yeah, that's right. Everything Kobe was doing was kind of mimicking the greatest player to ever play the game, which was Jordan.
0: Yeah, and, and Mike said something else that I think was probably the number one reason. That Kobe became Kobe. It wasn't that he was six seven. It wasn't that he was fast and could jump high and had a good handle and a soft touch. It wasn't. It wasn't as much that as it was what Mike mentioned, and that was that dude wasn't scared of anything or anybody or any situation or any anything on a basketball court or really probably anywhere else. That he was. Oh man, th- there was no. And, and you tell me out because yeah. every once in a while you meet somebody. It's like, oh my gosh, that's so and so. Right. That, I, I remember that. And it's not a perfect example, but I met Bob Miller, who was the voice of the Kings forever and ever and ever. I was working for a different station. We had the Ducks, and when they did that thing at Dodger Stadium with the with the Kings and the Ducks at Dodger Stadium, still one of the coolest things I've ever been to. But I got to sit and do a segment of radio with Bob Miller for about ten or twelve minutes. And the entire time I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, "That's Bob Miller. That's Bob Miller. Hey, that's Bob Miller. Hey, you know, uh, that's Bob Miller." I couldn't get out of my own way thinking that this is, this is one of the legends of Los Angeles broadcasting them. Kobe didn't have that, and not in a disrespectful way, but in a way of, I'm watch this. I want you to see what I'm about to do to you. When he went toe-to-toe with Jordan, he respected Michael Jordan, but there was no fear. There was no fear of Shaq. There was no fear of Phil Jackson. There was no fear of anybody else. Ever, he just went out there and did work against everybody all the time, and that's unusual. It's abnormal almost. That that fear is a very he, healthy human emotion, sure. and he didn't seem to have any.
2: Do you know why? I, I think there's a reason for that. I think this is the best way that I could describe it. It's like anytime you're unprepared, it, it's easy to get squeamish. It's easy to it's easy to be like, oh man, i I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this moment. Kobe, you said it perfect. There are a lot of I mean, you know, certainly not your your me, but there's a lot of NBA prospects that are six foot seven, that can handle the ball, that can play the shooting guard, that can that are athletic. There there are a lot of players that are like that. The ones that are in this NBA world. But Kobe outworked everybody. And I think, you know, that's why that confidence was there for him. It's like, listen, if I fail, what's gonna happen? I get to get up in the morning, I get to go work on this or I get to go work on that. A lot of players don't do that. You know, what one of the criticisms that Shaq gets, and I always enjoy watching this on Inside the NBA when it's Shaq and it's Charles Barkley and they're you know, they're they're having these conversations. And Shaq always throws out the to Charles Barkley, Well, you don't have three finals MVPs. You don't have these championships. And Shaq always throws back, Well, I didn't have to I didn't have somebody that I could ride like you rode Kobe Bryant and Dwayne Wade. <laughs> right. And I and I say that because Shaq's one of his biggest criticisms was he didn't work in the off season. One of the things Kobe didn't like about Shaq is I work this hard, why aren't you working this hard? And Shaq had a different perspective. I'm good, I don't need to. I'm I'm getting you results anyways. Yeah. Co- Kobe Kobe outworked everybody and I think that's probably not talked about enough in uh, in, in some of his accomplishments, you just reminded me of my all-time favorite
0: Shaquille O'Neal quote, which is, "I got hurt on company time. I'm going to fix it on company time." Just mm-hmm. n- n- nothing is more quintessentially Shaq than that than that comment. And I, and I love Shaq; he's one of my all-time favorites. But that nothing could be more was a anathema
2: to Kobe Bryant's sensibilities. Just like, wait, what? You there's know. a there's a difference. It was a difference in mentality. There was. By the way, if I was seven-one. 300 plus pounds and I could just dominate down low maybe I'm not going to work as hard as that guy who's 6'6 and there's so many other players in the league that are like that you know what I mean so um maybe that was part of the lack of motivation he knew he could just wake up in the morning and go and Kobe didn't you checked out a little uh Copa America over the weekend didn't you maybe uh maybe watch two soccer matches over the weekend you oh did you watch the uh Euro, Euro two? final as well yeah Euro yeah. final as well Which by the way one, was one, one oh wasn't even close Copa America was so much better. Argentina versus Brazil was such a better game than than Italy and uh, and England, even though one went down to penalty kicks. But every time I saw Messi, and I had people even tweeting us during the during the match, like making putting a Messi voice. I'm like, I, I can't get this out of my head. Just let me enjoy the game.
0: Mom, mom, we won. We beat Brazil. Mom, I want to go and get ice cream and I want candy and I wanna have all the guys over for a pool party and a sleepover. You ruined
2: you ruined <laughs> you, you ruined how messy. You I ruined an pick, athlete for a lot of people out there. Pick one. You can't have a sleepover and a pool party. Just By the way, one can, messy. can I can I say this? You know we talk about star power and we talk uh-huh. about you go out of your way to watch stars. Uh That's the only reason why I was watching that match on Saturday.
0: I am a star, and I don't care what you say, and I don't have to go to bed at 9 o'clock, and I can't have candy for breakfast, and I...
2: I tried changing the subject. I tried getting you back (laughs) in, and I think all it did was ignite you even more.
0: I don't want to talk about Copa America. I want to talk about what happened to me, and I don't want to eat that broccoli. I don't like it. It's not good. I don't want it. I just feel like that's what's happening at his house. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it feels like could that's you? what's Could going you be on. wrong?
2: Could you be wrong, Travis? Possible. I mean,
0: I've been wrong before. It could happen I think that's again. Think take
1: for take what's happening in Messi's house right now. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Emily. I appreciate the support. Yeah, it just feels like that's probably what it is. I also like You should, like that his you should on Saturday. You should Messi. on
2: Saturday when we're at L- the LAFC match. Just it's have have a voice, some kind of soccer voice. I feel like I this do- isn't even a. I don't even know if it's just a messy voice. I feel like it's kind of a soccer voice. No, because I do a lot of soccer voices. I do my Ronaldo voice, which is a yep. hey, yo. Yep. No, that was That was good job spot on, on
0: uh, Copa America. Way to go! We beat uh, Brazil. Good job. We got we got on. knocked out in the Euro, but uh, well, you know better luck next time, bro. Good do job. Have, do you
1: have a uh, David Beckham uh, impression? I Oh, uh, 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 sit with Tom Cruise, watch a little tennis.
2: <laughs> That's my David Beckham. He okay. wasn't watching tennis. He was sitting with Tom Cruise, but that was for oh. the Euro Cup. Oh, they were at the Euro. I thought maybe yeah. they were watching
0: all, Wimbledon. All the, all the, the stars know.
1: for the Euro were on the sidelines. You know, you got the royal busy. family. You got the Beckham. That's right. Everybody there. That's where all the stars were. Hey Beckham, oh, you know, watching uh, that's pretty good. Euro.
2: That that's actually pretty good,
0: right? A tea, love. I feel like they call each other love a lot. I don't really know. <laughs> I haven't. I don't have. We should get Kent on to evaluate my English yeah, Dave, David now. will.
2: David will break <laughs> it down for us.
0: I'm sure he's super, super impressed on how that's going. You know, I have a problem, Al. I, well, I what got, you got? problems, but uh, I have a problem that maybe you can help me with mm-hmm. uh, with Major League Baseball. It's a little Dodger adjacent. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. You know
2: what I'm searching right now?
0: <laughs> What's that?
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: I'm searching when Jokic won MVP. (laughs) Because this has been going on since he won MVP.
0: Well, what are you going to do? I mean, it's a a pretty
2: big day in Serbia. It was Uh, June
0: 8th. (laughs) Well, it's July 13th today, something like
2: that. That means for over one month, we've been working on material... (laughs) <laughs> for the 10:30 segment because Morales keeps playing Serbian music. It's the 12th. This one's actually Italian today.
0: Yeah, well yeah, I was going to say uh Djokovic won Wimbledon again. I think it was his 484th Wimbledon title. I, I, I think he I think he beat Rod Laver and for his first, and then uh, he, he came through again yesterday.
2: Pete Sampras, yep, took down Pete. <laughs> yeah, Laver to Arthur Ashe
0: to Jimmy Connors to McEnroe to Sampras to uh, <laughs> I don't know who else Federer and uh, who's the Spanish guy I forget his name I'm blanking on it the left-handed Nadal. guy Nadal Nadal that's it mm-hmm. yes Nadal him, <laughs> so there there you go that's uh, congratulations to to Djokovic famously. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'll guess up here via the Goodyear hotline. What do you got, out All of? right,
2: so Kyle on Twitter. I knew Kobe was special when he went toe-to-toe with MJ in Chicago back in 97, similar to what one of the callers said. Kobe uh, had 33, MJ had 36. When he didn't back down to his idol, to the best player in the world at the time, I knew we had generational talent. That's one uh, tweet that I think a lot of people can relate to. And then another uh, tweet I think people can relate to as well, Chad Kramer says, literally every time I see him play now, I hear that voice ruined forever. He's talking about you doing the Messi voice and that no one one who appreciates Messi can watch him and just appreciate him anymore because they have – his – your version of his voice in their head now. Well, it's actually a, a compliment, really,
0: because the, he's – if he's not the best player in the world, he's 1A to Ronaldo, right? He's just – he's an extraordinarily gifted athlete, and that he's small, that he's little and still dominates, that's the but part soccer. That, that's, that stands out of me. I get that soccer, and soccer's not the NBA or the NFL. Yeah. I, I get that, mm-hmm. but even by soccer standards, he's kind of small, and he's still out there just dominating. Like, I don't care how small I am. I'm still going to score goals, and I'm still going to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and I'm still going to get a new bike, and I'm going to do it, and I don't care what If you only
2: say. listeners can see, as I watch you on Zoom, you are pumping your fist <laughs> up like well, he's a child in a playground just kind of giving <laughs> – yeah, you've giving seen his guys, emotions little, out. little
0: kids get upset at Toys R Us where mm-hmm. they stamp their foot and I won't go down, and then they try to lay down, and their mom goes, "Now messy." Come Unbelievable. That's if you behave, you can have an extra scoop of ice cream tonight. I also, I, I want to get into this one other tweet here too. This is from our pal uh, Francis. He see here, this is your fault, Slee. Yep. Because you were talking about them having to go barbecue restaurant and shut the door after I went through In and Out, so. He has put a sign over the double double on the in and out ordering box that says sold out but instead of an the O and out it's my face which feels you know I do have
1: feelings
2: you know
0: I I, 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 am, they had I to, am a human being living in the world I have feelings. they
2: had to change the hours of that one in and out in Santa Barbara
0: <laughs> indefinitely closed while we restock <laughs> that that we need to go through and uh, get it get it done they're there. open
2: now 10 a.m to 4 p.m that's it Oh man!
0: All right, so I don't know if you uh, everybody saw this, but the Yankees and the Astros were playing this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and they got in. And, and I kind of liked the what the Yankees were doing. Aaron Judge hits a home run, I think, on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday and, night. And as he's going around the bases, he kind of grabs the top of his jersey and covers up, similar mm-hmm. to what Altuve did uh, back in the ALCS. Yep, um, and. He was asked about after he was. Oh no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. It gets cold inside there, and I was just letting my teammates know that you know we need to bundle up. So fast forward to yesterday, Yankees hit another home run, and the guy comes into the dugout, and
2: they put a big heavy jacket on him. Like mm-hmm. they're,
0: they're just trolling the Astros. Sure, well, sure. the Astros hit a home run, Martin Wait, which, which by the way,
2: with, by the way, Trav, just to kind of, I think to put in perspective, the mm-hmm. way Dodger feel, Dodger fans feel about the Astros, Yankee fans feel the same way about the of Astros, course. right? There's there's of only course. There's there, there's and only two but there's only two teams that have that like you could be a baseball fan or you don't have to be a baseball fan and be upset at the Astros it's all BS right all that stuff but it goes different level for two teams the Dodgers yeah. and the Yankees so no question about it mm-hmm. no question about it so the
0: Yankees or the Astros hit one yesterday Martin Maldonado hits one and he's coming around third base and he kind of pulls his jersey open like see I don't have a buzzer on yeah, whatever whatever mm-hmm. then Altuve lastly hits a walk off he beats the Yankees he gets a walk off And they literally tear the jersey off of his body, sure. Which made me think of, of course, him saying that the reason he covered up back against the Yankees was, "Hey, I'm shy. shy. I had a new tattoo. I, I, I don't." Okay, where's where's
2: the investigative reporting on this? I didn't see a tattoo tattoo. on there. It's
0: on like his, um, what's the collarbone? What's that called? Your clavicle. It's kind of, it's kind of on there. It's small. It's, it's not very big. It's. I forget that story then. First of all. Altuve is built like a tank. I know he's a mm. little guy, but that guy's jacked up. I wouldn't wear a shirt out to the field if I looked What's like What's his that. voice? I'd, I'd be playing. Um, hey. <laughs> no, no. It's,
2: look, I'm this is deep. such BS. Hey, Chapman. It's a, it should be the same voice as Messi. There should be but no difference. But he's not difference. the best player in the Shorter. world
0: like Messi is. He's just a pretty he's good He's a
2: baller. Player. He's
0: pretty good. So the best, the best
2: player in the world gets a if, nine-year-old voice, if, and, <laughs> if Messi, and someone who's not the best player gets a, like we've said this before, a biker in in Orange County.
0: If, if Altuve had the game of Otani, then he, he'd get the Messi voice, but he's just a good player. But here's what I don't get, and this is what okay. bothers me as a Dodger fan. The Astros get to make fun, or I should say the Yankees get to make fun of the buzzer. When mm-hmm. they hit a home run, they can say, eh, gotcha. The Astros need to not. And, and, and they know better. It's the reason that they're all ducking the All-Star game. It's the, re- mm-hmm. the Astros will have no players at the All-Star game because they're humiliated, not just with the fans. They don't want to walk back into a locker room with players that are wearing a different uniform. They don't want to walk because I, I thought one of the most interesting things about that, both the Dodgers, the Yankees, and really across baseball, without exception really, everyone, those guys, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. When they're sign-stealing – When there's a corked bat, when you're loading Mm -hmm. up the baseball, it's more like, hey, look, that's part of our game. It it is what it is. But they crossed the line that offended other players, and the other players were outspoken in their criticisms. And I think that's a big part of it because there was no All-Star game last year. Mm -hmm. This is the first time. They've gotten kind of used to opposing fans giving them the business.
2: And baseball didn't do anything about it.
0: And baseball didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So going into the locker room and Coors Field with the other American League All-Stars, you want to walk in there with Aaron Judge? (laughs) and have Aaron Judge looking at you a certain way you want to walk in there and deal with that Probably no you don't not.
2: which is why they're all making excuses Altuve saying that he's got you know an injury there's there's a reason why they don't want to be there and and travel I, I think it's actually more of what the i think it's a great point because more of what the fans are going to say your peers is probably what these players care most about. Nobody's going to respect the Astros. Nobody's going to believe what they did in the World Series that they won. I, I've said this before, and we've had this conversation just because this has come up. Um, they'll regret this for the rest of their lives. By the way, and I don't know if this will change, the Astros are as good as any team from a record perspective as any of the top five, seven teams or so in baseball. Uh-huh. I don't know if they won a World Series, If that would, um, how much that would change things. Like, Would you now say, well, hey, you know what? Um, yes, of course. I'll never respect that franchise, I'll never, but they actually won one without cheating. So they, they, yes, they are a good team. They could get it done, but until something like that happens, they'll never be respected by whether it's fans or their peers. And I think the All Star Game of some of these guys, these top players, saying "No, we're out of it." That's that's a that's a telling sign.
0: It it is. Um, yeah, for guys like Altuve, and Correa, and. Bregman and those guys, I don't mm-hmm. think even another World Series probably doesn't wash the stink off completely. I think it. I think it's there. It will never whatever. wash it off. It will never it, wash it off completely. It's not quite on the same level as Barry Bonds, but when you think of Barry Bonds, you think of two things. Great, great baseball player and yep. a cheater. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're hand in glove. You can't separate the two. You think of mm-hmm. the two things at the same time. And, I'm not stupid. Jose Altuve is a great player, but he's also the other thing. Bregman is, too. Correa is, too. They all work.
2: They're all. And that NBA will never NBA go away. Games. That will no. never go away. But, you know, like I mentioned, we'll see how this series, this season plays out. But I, I think that was an interesting storyline over these last couple of days because it was against the Yankees, and Dodger fans can obviously relate to it.
0: All right, start saving your money, Al, because uh, what Where are I'm we going to ask you next is very, very expensive. And I, I can guarantee, without even asking the question, yeah. I know you've never yep. been. But I want to know if you want to go. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Is something yeah, happening? No. What's going yeah, on? We, of
2: course, you know what's happening. What are you talking about?
0: Are you getting? Did you get attacked by a shark this week or something? You know now what's you happening. What's going on? This
2: is one of the most exciting weeks in the year.
0: Dad, what are you doing? It's Shark Week. <laughs> is it Shark Week? Is that is that here already?
2: Betcher, you know what? It's Shark Week. <laughs> Raw power. Raw power.
1: It's what my I, favorite week of the year. It's Shark what if, Week.
2: What if I sent Amanda an email and just the, the subject says Shark Week? Hey, Amanda, <laughs> just a heads up. Annually, I take this week off. Um, it's,
1: <laughs> it's a religious it's holiday. A, it's a, it's know, at a very, late.
2: very important time of the year for me. And I uh, just wanted to make sure that I am good on that front.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you observe in the way that I do, but I like to be at home for, for Shark Week and, and, and
2: fully invested. it. It starts at 6 p.m. up at the grocery store by 7 a.m., just getting ready, just getting prepped and ready. I don't know Shark Week used to be a big thing. I don't, I don't know if it's a big thing now. Yeah. It used to be a thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I
0: mean, it, it's, we, we still know what it is, but I, I don't know if it's because of I haven't watched it in a while or the movies or whatever, but I, I'm still terrified of those creatures. Is it it's National, national
2: Geographic that does it? It's Discovery, Discovery Channel. Oh, Discovery, Discovery. That's right. You know, Discovery. And
1: then the, best, the last great uh, uh, feature for the Discovery Channel was uh, yeah. the Michael Phelps versus Shark, and he plays second behind, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the shark, but, uh, you know, he's pretty fast. Ted
0: the Shark, I think, is the, oh, okay. the guy who won. <laughs> Travis and Sleaze brought you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Um, I don't go into the ocean often, maybe once or twice a year, but yep. I would be lying if I said yep. that every time I get past waist deep, I'm like, eh, this is probably the end of me. This is probably – it's going to happen at any second. It, 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 it's going to grab me. This is probably
2: the end of Travis. I go um, – uh- Deep water swimming every Saturday in Malibu. <laughs> we go about like mile, mile and a half out. I just, just go to, I go to the buoy. Uh, just go as far out as <laughs> possible. <laughs>
0: You go, you, you go from Point from Point <laughs> That sounds point like, Magoes, first of all, July. that sounds
2: like the most uneducated description of a somebody going swimming in the ocean, but it's all I had. <laughs> it sounds good to me. It sounds good to me.
0: All
1: right, guys. So this whole week, I'm going to be sharing a shark fact every day because I okay. love Shark Week. Mm-hmm. So today's fact is that all sharks have a sixth sense. It helps them hone in on the prey during their final phase of an attack, uh, and they can sense electric fields in the water and you know they just have this extra power within them they're pretty powerful yeah, that's people that's
2: not good yeah that's not good <laughs> that's not good what are you supposed to do if you get attacked by shark aren't you supposed to you got to uh, punch the, the nose the eye? punch the nose i, I, I
0: want to know I, look i, I get wait wait, wait it. real quick real, quick real quick
2: wait, wait 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 Drive real quick is it is it punch the nose because i thought it was poke the eye so i would have been You're massaging i would have been massaging clarity. his eye while he's How's taking me out when i would have been wrong completely wrong
1: Ugh. Yeah, that w- that would have been it for you, uh, Mister Slee.
0: Yeah, I, there was a uh, a surfer in Australia that got attacked by. He's sitting on his board, like, waiting Jeez. for the waves to come in, and you can see the shark come out of the water, and you oh. see this guy turn around and pow, he punches the shark in the head, and the shark takes off, and and I, I get, I guess you're supposed to punch it in the head or the nose or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing, Slee. So, like, the second I see a shark, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna immediately go into cardiac arrest, and it's over. <laughs> So he he's not even he's not even gonna have to hunt me. He I'm just gonna be floating there.
2: He probably he wouldn't can, be he interested. He'd be like, Well, no, he'd probably just sit there like, Okay, I don't know what happened little, here. It he just takes off. Gristly. Maybe this isn't maybe this isn't a person that I thought.
0: I wanted a little more meat. This is this this is like Kobe beef. This is got too much fat. I don't I don't I don't like this. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. So all right, get your pennies together, Al, because apparently we're just going to outer space now. That if you okay. are a billionaire, mm-hmm. you can just fly to outer space because Richard Branson Flew to space yesterday, returned to Earth safely. We know that Elon Musk has. This is part SpaceX. of Virgin
2: Galactic. Yep.
0: Virgin Galactic. Elon Musk has SpaceX, so he's got his own space company. But Elon, that-
2: Elon, I feel like is actually doing things like for society. Uh, I feel <laughs> Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson are hey, yeah. trying to make a buck here. There's space- this is there's a game plan behind this. You thought you wanted to go to Maui, but what if I said
0: you could go? You know, take a quick lap around the moon real quick. That's what it feels like we're going to. Let me just put it this way: the, okay. your phone rings, right? You look at your phone, mm-hmm. and you take, oh wait, I don't know, recognize this number. It's got like forty-six digits on it, mm-hmm. and you pick it up, you say hello, and on the other end
2: I go, hey, I'll Sliwa. Is that Beckham it, or it's, <laughs> it's, just that was it's, the same voice for Beckham eight minutes it's, ago?
0: It's so Richard Bronson, yeah. Well, you say you and me go out space, mate. Do you go? If he said like,
2: okay, you wait, can I you, can I give some context to this? What? So. Branson went yesterday, 53 uh-huh. miles above the ground. Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos' company, is going July 20th, uh, 62 miles above the ground. By the way, there's uh, somebody that's going to be on that uh, on this mission. 28 million dollar bidder for a seat on the flight. So there's somebody going with uh, Jeff meals? Bezos. Do you get? A, um, do you get an
0: in-flight snack. You get and a, peanuts and and,
2: and a, you get peanuts and you get one soft drink. <laughs>
0: <Whole> <laughs> you get one soft drink. Little wimpy little plastic cup. I okay, hate that so cup,
2: from what I understand, Virgin Galactic's going to have. They're going to sell between uh, ticket prices for two hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand each. Do I go? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm uh, why not, ready. not, mate? I,
0: I went myself last weekend. Everything is is is, is cheerio. Have a look, Richard. Sport, uh, a Richard, I go to you circle the earth.
2: I go to San Francisco. Love? I get nervous. I go to San Francisco. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need them just to a do little that. turbulence. I'm like, guys, let's let's go back. Let's turn this thing I, around. We got this far. Let's just let's let's drive there.
0: I've seen the right stuff. I've seen Apollo 13. I, I'm good. I, I'm gonna need you guys to do that about 80 trillion times, like they've done yeah, the airplane. I'm with you. <laughs> before I get on that. Richard Branson calling me personally or not. Coming up next, you know what it is. It's the dump. It's Travis and Slee, 7 ESPN. ES would you care for some jam for your your, your crumpet, Lord Sleewa, while we, while we blast into outer space? I just feel hey, like what, I'm, what, what I'm kind channeling of soft Richard right You now. guys
2: have Gatorade back there? No, no, we're just doing 7-Up <laughs> and tang. Diet Coke. It's,
0: it's a rocket ship. It's got Tang. <laughs> Isn't that the only thing you're allowed to drink in space? All right, let's get to some of this stuff. Did you see where Charles Barkley wagered 100000 bucks on himself? Yeah. They had that American Century Championship, that mm-hmm. uh, that tournament up in Tahoe with all the athletes and movie stars and stuff. Um, and he bet $100,000 on himself that he would finish in the top 70. Okay? He finished 76th and missed. But... <laughs> A a hundred grand how, how on a golf how, game if you're Charles Barkley, that seems like a really bad idea.
2: Do you know how many golfers there were or no? Was it like a hundred golfers?
0: Like 80. There weren't <laughs> there there were very <laughs> Okay, there, yeah, there weren't a ton.
2: Okay, so he was fifth worst or something along those lines. Yes. Um this is what it means. It means a hundred grand to Charles Barkley really means nothing. Because you could find what you're really not good at and say, Oh no, I'm gonna do this, knowing that you probably won't do it. And the hundred K just means nothing to Barkley. That's what (laughs) it means. He's better than he used to be, which is not saying much. But
0: I don't know. I I get it. A hundred grand is not. It's probably like you and me. Maybe it's like I don't know, fifty bucks or something like that. That that it's not going to make or break your week or your month. You know what it is?
2: Can I give you a good example? What it is? It's me playing fantasy football every year. That's what it is. Just a donation. I know I'm donating my money. <laughs> yeah. I know people are inviting me because they're like, okay, hey, Al's coming into this one. Um, so I think that's what it is for Barkley. It is nothing to Charles Barkley. And you know what's funny? thing about Barkley. What is he really known for? Like if you type in on YouTube, Charles Barkley, one of the things that are going to come up, his Ball. golf swing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it, well, First of all, he's been out of basketball for twenty years, right? As a mm-hmm. player, so unless you're in a certain age, you have no idea, you know, that he was a, a great player. It's golf and TNT.
2: That's what you know. Well, there there are for. certain there are certain athletes that you just know. Hey, that player is going to be in shape even when his career is over, right? And he then there's the other person. athletes you look you <laughs> look at. I'm like, I don't think I don't think this guy is going to be doing some, you know, sit up crunches at six a.m. in the morning. Hey, Chuck, you going
0: to be okay? Like Shannon Sharp walks out of the football. You're like, he's fine. Jesus, <laughs> He's, he's, he's going to be fine.
2: What the hell? Yeah, Shannon Sharp, you're right. That's a perfect example. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, every time that dude does any TV, I'm like, what the? Hell? I, I almost want to throw a sweater on. I'm like, he, I, I'm embarrassed.
0: He looks like he's made out of rocks. <laughs> he, he's just
2: a perfect human specimen. He's unbelievable. All right. you, know who might, you know who might be like that? LeBron 10 years, 15, 20 years from now? It. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, he, he, he certainly feels like that.
0: ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save on Progressive save over $100 on average. It is the anniversary of Family Feud, Slee. Your favorite mm.
2: all-time game show is what? You know what? I'm I'm the Family Feud. That, that's, really? Price is Right or Family Feud. Those two are on the same level for me. Those are both great. Those are, are both great
0: choices and uh, hard to argue. But remember Card Sharks back in the day where it was basically you're just playing AC Ducey for scooters and – kitchenettes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know why but i always like that and don't sleep on the jokers wild either back with uh back in the day that was a good one as well Bloody how do we get the pod that's good a thousand dollar pyramid's good too
2: that's good what's the pod sleep espn app or on itunes travis and with show lakers talk tonight at 7 p.m
0: there you go travis we'll be back tomorrow tuesday edition 8 we got all of your otani updates after home run derby which starts at 5 tonight we'll see you then.